Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Figuring It Out with Josh and Pat. Um, today is going to be a little fun. Um, actually, this week and next week, it's going to be a two-part series, um, just because we know there's going to be a lot of uh, debate, friendly debate, and just a lot of conversation about this. So I'm going to dive right in a little bit. So today, what we're going to do, and over the next um, two weeks, actually, um, we're going to have what we call a uh, 90s bring back bracket. So Josh and I kind of got this idea. Um, because we're both into sports and we were pretty bummed that we did not get to see a March Madness this year, get to fill out a bracket. So we were like, all right, how are we going to make our own bracket of what? <laughs> um, as you can see, we're very ingenuitive. Um, so we decided, all right, we're going to find a 32 team or 32 team, so to speak, bracket um, of all things that were, you know, come to in the 90s. Um, some of them might still be around, but they were really big in the 90s. And from there, we're going to have some debate to figure out what is the number one thing out of this list of 32 things um, that should come back from the 90s um, as the overall winner. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we broke it up into four different categories. So um, we've got games and toys, which we all know we're all going to love that. Um, we've got like places, which could be like, you know, could be restaurants or things like that, um, which also should be a lot of fun. It was kind of cool going through that one. Um, then we've kind of got like entertainment, um, which could include um, movies, TV shows, singers, anything of that nature. And then we had like food um, or candy um, as another bracket. So we divided it up into those four, um, those four different types. And at the end of it all, there's going to be one winner of something that we need to bring back from the 90s. So I'm really excited to get into this. Um, before we dive in, is there anything you want to add, Josh? Yeah, I just so amped up right now. and. Um... As you said, this is definitely going to be nostalgic. Um, it's going to be heated uh, because Patrick and I equally um, entered entries into this. And we were saying before we got on here that I'm going to back some of his because I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. Um, but I'm excited to see what people think. And I'm sure we're going to upset a lot of people. Um, they're going to hope that there's advances through. Um, but man, I, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Yeah, And I hope that you guys have fun with this too. And by all means, we're going to post the bracket when it's done, by the way. Um, we're going to post the ending bracket. I want to see your guys' thoughts. Um, you guys will be hearing this in a two-week different series. So if you're like after week one, you're like, that's totally bogus and you want to argue with this, please, I want to see those on our page. Find us at Figuring It Out on Facebook. Um, this will, Again, this will be posted. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Um, that's kind of the fun of doing all this with COVID going on. We just want to have some fun conversations with everybody. So with that, let's just dive right on in. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to work um, straight down our bracket on the left side, and then we're going to work straight down the right side of our bracket, um, which brings us to our first category, uh, which is going to be like toys. Um, man, there are some good ones on this list. Um, and just as a um, kind of like a, you know, let you know what's going on. Um, we did not put these in any specific order because I didn't want it to be an unfair bracket. So what I did is I took each um, category and I typed it into a rando generator and had it randomly generate those. Um, so these matchups are completely random as far as each category is concerned. And there are some doozies for the first round. All right, Josh, well, I'll let you get started with the first one, man. Oh my gosh, this might be the, the toughest matchup. This is a championship matchup in the first round right here. Okay, so like yeah, this would be like watching Duke and North Carolina in the first round. It is. It's just not even fair. So in the first one, we got the Game Boy versus razor scooters and so i, I want to hear i want you to take it from there i want to hear what you got and then i'll throw so first of all i guess i was thinking as we were doing this bracket i wanted to kind of uh 
reiterate on that. When we say Game Boy, what kind of Game Boy are we talking? Are we talking Game Boy Color? Are we talking Game Boy Advance? So, I mean, you I can't had just say OG. Game Boy. I had I had the OG. It looked like a cinder block. And a funny okay. thing is, my dad. I went from the bumper of my car one time. My dad or my dad's car. He backed up and then pulled forward, and he ran over this Game Boy, and the Game Boy survived. So that should give us some points right there. Um, but whatever, whatever that iteration of Game Boy is for me, whether it's a color, SP Advance, OG. Um, oh man, that's really OG. Yeah. All right. So I, in my brain, I'm going to go a little bit probably more towards the color because that was more pure 90s. Okay. Um, the Game Boy you're talking about was probably late 80s. Yeah. But, oh, man, I don't know. I played Game Boy. I had many of them. Oh, I actually never had the chance to have a Razor scooter, though. But, man, I did have my, – my friends had some. So, I mean, I got to play them. But So let me tell you that Razor scooter was practical because you could get from point A to point B, right? Oh, yeah, right, right. Just kicking you were going. But – Anyone listening that has had a Razor scooter knows the ultimate downfall, and that is your shins. If you hit your shin with a Razor scooter, it's the worst pot. It probably feels like 15 childbirths at once. It's the worst pain in your shin. So I don't know, man. This is a tough one. Um, I might have to go. Oh, gosh. I think I I think I have to go with Razor Scooter just because I oh, love man. outside and movement. But I want to hear what do you think. So we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to debate about this because I'm gonna go Game Boy. Wow, man! Okay. The only reason I say Game Boy is because like you get so many more hours of entertainment. There's yeah. like no upkeep on it, man. Like, come on! You tell me with the red Game Boy Color. Think about this: Game Boy Color, and you got to play the Yellow Pikachu edition of Pokemon. That is a good one. That's like the best game for it. Come on, man. You gonna tell me you didn't play? You would play with that over your razor scooter? I Think back to like eight-year-old you. I mean, it, I guess I can accept defeat on this one because we we got a lot of good ones coming up too. This honestly could have been the overall winner for me, the razor scooter, because whenever really? I see one, I want to hop on it. Um, but I, like I said, that whole shin thing, that shin debacle. I mean, my shins still won't forgive me for that. So I guess I'll give you the Game Boy for this one. All right, let's go. Game Boy it is. Way to go, Nintendo. <laughs> and the Game Boy advances. And just so everyone's kind of aware, too, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the entire first round tonight, um, and then next week we're going to do the Sweet 16 through the rest of the bracket. So we got some pretty good matchups. Next up, ooh, man, I, don't, I already know which one. I'm going to pick on this just because i got a personal story, which I probably will share. Um, Furby, which is, like, downright creepy. Uh, versus the Super Soaker, man. Whew. I already got my pick. I mean, I think of Furby is kind of like the classic toy of the 90s. Um, terrifying, like you said. That thing would wake you up in the middle of the night. It was The scary thing is it got smarter the longer you had it. Um, super Soakers. I mean, so much of my childhood, I'm thinking of the summer and I'm thinking of outside. And nothing like having squirt gun fights. And in high school... Um, it's different for every school, but usually they have some kind of version of what we call gotcha, um, mm -hmm. where you have the squirt guns and you have to like chase each other around and try to get each other out by squirting them with water. Um, so those are that's another Titanic matchup right there. But what do you think? Oh, I'm definitely 100% just because of my personal bias of having my experience I've had with the Furby. I'm straight up going super soaker, dude. Like that's my winner. Okay, you um, made me feel very good. I was when you said I have a personal story, I thought you were going to have like this affectionate story. No. No, man. Furbies are like the freakiest thing. So I'm going to tell this quick story because they are like the scariest thing in the world. I have been deathly afraid of Furbies since I was like six years old, probably five. 
So when Furbies came out in the nineties, of course, you know, I was like five years old and, or something like that, crazy like that. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing right now, but my grandmother, you know, of all people decided she had to buy this green Furby. And I stayed at my grandparents like all the time as a kid. And I always slept on the couch for the most part. And I'll never forget like one night, like I was like six and the Furby, you know, like you said, they wake you up and they're like, feed me Furby hungry. Right. And you're just like, shut up Furby. <laughs> and so I got up and I'm like, it just kept going off. And I'm like, what is going on? So I get up, i like took all the batteries out. I'm like, okay, like whatever, took it out. I go back and lay down. And like five minutes later, this Furby literally with the batteries out of it, straight up goes, feed me Furby hungry. I'm like, nope. I'm like, that thing is possessed. I'm done. I'm like, that th I know I took the batteries out of that thing. Like, why is that thing like still talking to me? You can try to tell me that there's like a backup battery in it all you want. I don't care. That Furby is, is the demon. So super soaker for me all day. That's easy. And I'll just add a quick story. My dad used to work at a department store and they have the, the back rooms for the inventory. And one of his coworkers like skinned the, the fur off the Furby. I'm a young kid like you. And I go to this back room and there's like, these eyes, a beak, and then just like these like robotic mechanical underbelly of this Furby. And that was enough for me to be like, yeah, now I'm done with this. I gladly, We'll push the super soaker forward with you. All so right. Let's push that. Sweet. That was easy. All right. Ooh. I, I, this one's not much of a matchup for me, but I'm sure it would be for some other people out there. Um, I'm going to probably butcher this because I never really actually had one. I just saw people who had him. But Tamaguchi, I think it's how it's pronounced. It's either Tamaguchi or Tamagotchi. One or two. Tamagotchi, tomato, tomato. Yeah, whatever. And Pokemon cards. I mean – Easy. That's hands down to me. That's a, that's a hands down defeat. I think so. my cards all all day. Like you said, there's gonna be people out there that had their keychain. This is when they first had their taste of adulthood because they had to raise this uh, imaginary animal, whatever you want to call it, and you had to clean up after it and feed it and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't need that responsibility at that age. I just wanted to trade Pokemon cards. Yeah, Charizard, man. Charizard, and Pikachu. I had to get those, man. Those yeah. are the dudes. This might all be right. the easiest one so far. Yeah, no, no doubt. Because the rest of these are like, all right, here's a throwback, which I know they're still making one of these. Um, but man, okay, a mood ring, which we all had those, right? We all like were like, ah, we had a mood ring, or a bop it. Oh my gosh, this is just let's, not let's just let, let's just say for argument the original bop it because I know there's like all these crazy new versions of bop it. Let's just say the original like bop it, twist it, pull it version. Okay. All right, man. So mood rings are funny because I always feel like people, people, you would see mood rings weirdly. Like if you were to go on vacation, I didn't go on vacation that much as a kid, but like mm -hmm. if I would go to like Putin Bay or like somewhere close by, that is always when I wanted a mood ring was like when I was away, like traveling. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. And then I would always try to like pick my mood. So like whatever the, I would get like the little chart first and then like, okay, which yes. one is this? So I kind of like tried to cheat. But that's that never right. It was never right. I know it was never right. You're right. And then we were all like, oh, but that must be just how you're truly feeling. Like our logic as children was just like out of this world. It was like, it says you're angry and you're like, I'm not angry. And then everybody's like, oh, but you must be angry about something. <laughs> we're just like, and we just took it for like, we just took it for like God, like gold. Like that was it, man. Like, we're like, no, you're angry about something, man. You're angry. I don't care how happy you think you are. You're mad. <laughs> 
Yeah. But man, bop it, dude. I had to bop it. I like had so many hours of entertainment with that thing. Like I remember I actually got one like right when they first came out. And like I can remember like sitting there like, all right, I'm gonna get the high. I think I ended up getting like a score of like 99. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, just playing it for hours on end. You should have kept that up, man. You could have been a professional at this point. I don't know, man. My hand-eye coordination is pretty, like, pretty bad anymore. We should start a petition to make that an Olympic event. By the time, Off it? Ooh. yeah, by the, you know, it's it's been you know twenty years since it's been out. There's a whole generation that's trained from the beginning, working their way up. We should have an Olympic sport by this point. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, man, bop it. I think I'm gonna have to go bop it on this one, though, man. That's the thing. Yes, you know, <sighs> bop it, right? Bop it. You got hand-eye coordination. You got discipline. You got listening skills. What what, what do you have with the mood ring? What mood swings? Like, you're very confused about yourself. You don't know what's going on. Like, you're already confusing me even more, and I'm already in a confusing stage of my life. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I say bop it as well. All right, man, bop it. I'm surprised. Other than that first one, we've been we've been pretty much straight on with these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. This one, I think we're gonna have a little bit more debate on. I I don't know. Probably not. KB Toys. So right now we've moved on to the next up. Uh, Part of the bracket, guys, by the way. We're moving on to, like, stores um, and things of that nature, like places where you could go as a kid that were popular in the 90s. I just want to do a quick recap. So, so far for the toys, um, of the original eight, what has advanced? So what's going to happen in the next round is Game Boy versus Super Soaker and Pokemon cards versus Boppet. Man. Um, so that's the toys for next week. That's the toys, and that'll be next week. So I know all you guys are really kind of, like, probably excited to see where these toys land, but – you have to wait till next week and tune in with us. So now on to the stores that, or, you know, just like in general, like locations you would go. So first one is KB Toys. Oh, man. Which, man, that was a store back in the day, especially in our mall. Good old, uh, what is that? Colony Square Mall, man. And Roller Rink, which I think was more just as specific as Roller Rinks in general, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I sucked at skating. So I... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm automatically not going to pick that. I will say, though, I still went to the roller rink as a kid, and I had so much fun. Like, it's probably the only time in my life I've had so much fun just falling on my falling on my butt and not even, like, caring. Like, you would literally go home from the roller rink with your with – your, excuse my language, guys – with your ass bruised and be like, yeah, Mom, I had a great time. <laughs> like, have, like, bruises from head to toe, right? And so you're just like, what the hell? And your mom's like, what is all that bruising from? And you're like, oh, man, what the hell? But I had fun. <laughs> I was the king of falling, which is odd because I am, like, super coordinated and balanced, but I could not get the hang of skating. <laughs> it's just so funny because, like you said at the beginning, with the, uh, like, nondescript roller link, roller rink and air quotes, because people listen to this, they all went to that one roller rink back home. But – no matter where you went, we all went to the same roller rink. It had that wooden floors that was veneered 15 times over itself. It had at least some kind of color scheme consisting of green, purple, and orange. Um, you had yes. your, you know, your chips and like your concessions area. There was always some kid falling. There was always some kid that had like a, uh, one of those like chairs to kind of like assist them yes. as skating. And there was always that one kid in elementary school that had their birthday parties at the roller rink. Yeah. And there was always the like brightly colored lights too that were kind of yes. like cosmic bowling. Yes. Um, and you could always count on that. Yes. They but also, you could also... Go ahead. I was going to say, like, they always have that question of like, where were you when? If the question yes. is, where were you when you learned the Cotton Eye Joe, 
the cha-cha slide or uh, the electric slide? The answer is you were at your roller rink. Yes, yes, 100% agree. And I would even add on to that to say, um, you, when you and everyone had this at every roller rink, you know, because they would always have this like, big thing that they would randomly always do like in the middle of it, they'd be like, all right, we're going to do a certain skate type. Right. And then, so it's like all the losers like me are like, Oh dupes, I'm out. I'm going to sit on the side. <laughs> and then all the cool kids were going out in the middle and like doing all these like fancy little dances on their skates. Meanwhile, I'm over here barely able to go to the restroom in my skates. <laughs> Dude, you, I'm telling you, I was a terrible skater. That's so funny. I mean, Josh knows from personal experience. Imagine me on, imagine me how I, how I skate on ice skates. 10 times worse on yeah. roller skates. That's a pretty good visual. It's pretty but good. I never fell on ice skating, really. No, you I, may have looked, I may have looked uneloquent, as all could be. It was, a pretty, it was pretty impressive. To give someone, a, to give the, the listeners a visual <laughs> of Patrick, I guess uh, roller rating, rollerblading as well as ice skating. Ice skating, he's consistently falling the whole time without ever falling once. So it's just like this balance act of like spinning and twisting and arms flailing and like pirouetting and he's just trying to stay upright and he does the entire time so it actually looks extra impressive yeah so just you know what i call that kind of from you know also from my 90s oh man this didn't even make the list i'm ripped um you know it's like toy story i'm falling with style <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> oh man so yeah the, the roller rink is a great place but man when you sent me your list and you had kb toys that hit me right in my feels because I have not heard about KB Toys since it went out of our moms yes. like in the 90s or, what, or the eight, maybe early 2000s. But yes. uh, gosh, man, that was like just going to put with all the toys and stuff and they would have them out because they're like, they're like trying to get you to course you to get your parents to buy you this toy, right? They're like, oh, if they play with it, they're going to like cry for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with this. I think I could be swayed either way. Um, I think I could too. I, th I think I go like 51-49 roller rink. I think you're right. I think roller rink was like, if you want to talk about the most genuine fun you had as a kid, I think roller rink is probably where it's at, man. Okay. I think we'll push it through then. I think we'll, we'll give it the old slide. But we should just, you know, give like a quick half second moment of silence for KB Toys. Thank you. Thank you, KB Toys, for all of your delectable um, toy playing throughout my childhood. And the massive amount of germs and how it built up my immune oh. system probably as a kid. The only thing that probably built my immune system up more than that was the little ball thing that you had in every doctor's office. Yes. <laughs> All right. This next one's kind of a tough one, especially because for me, because I'm a little bit of a like uh, tech geek. So, but I'm also a person who likes to eat. Um, Radio Shack versus Ponderosa. <laughs> these are just too funny, man. Some of these. Man, dude. Ponderosa, oh man, dude, I, their steak was so good. You just go in there and smash all, oh, dude. When I was a kid, I would go in there and like completely like clear them out of the little smiley smiley face potato fries. So I, <laughs> I and I, I was thinking this um, like up to the last second. I, I was like, do I admit this or not? I never actually, to my knowledge, I may have like when I was super young. I don't think I've ever been to a Ponderosa steakhouse. And you lived in Southtown, less than three minutes away from one. I know. I know. I always drove past them. My friends always had them. I always heard about those curly fries that you talked about. I had the cups. I had the So somehow, someone in my family went without taking me. I don't know why. That yeah, happened. your parents probably took you. They were like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> my language, guys. No, and just as a caveat, guys, I'm just kidding. Josh's parents are really awesome, and they love Josh a lot. I was just being sarcastic with that one, but it was a lot what? of fun. 
So. But someone did go to Ponderosa without you. That's right. Because I got, I think they had, their mascot was a bear, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, I don't know. It was like mountains, so I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, Ponderosa, man, that was. It sounded like a magical place. It's '90s, you know. It's just. It was definitely a magical place. I had many of stomach aches coming out of there. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like the roller rink. You know, if someone that was not from the 90s heard us talking about this, they'd be like, you guys in the 90s got beat up and you did the most disturbing things. Like, <laughs> you know, after, after you uh, <laughs> fell down at the roller rink and broke your shin with the Razor scooter, you'd have to wash it all off by going to plunder up the stadiums. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, right. radio, but Shack. radio Shack. Man. That's just a throwback. I mean, I don't have any like cool stories about Radio Shack. <laughs> it was just a throwback, you know. I'm like, because it was just funny because I can remember back in the day before like Walmart was a big thing. Like, if you needed anything like a TV or like anything like technology equipment, it's like now people are like, yeah, I'll just go to Walmart. I'm gonna go to Best Buy. But like when I was a kid, people were like, I'm gonna go to Radio Shack. Yes. And then like randomly one day, and like I think the early 2000s, like Radio Shack just went out. Yeah, like it was. It's kind of like, like what? Kind of like snuck away in the night. Like we just never like. We yeah, had, we were just kind of like, okay. There's no news that like it was closing. It just one day, like you said. Man, I think Walmart and all them just kind of slowly pulled it out, but had to admit. But I feel like I would go to Radio Shack to kind of see the future because I, I felt like, like you said, yeah, that's really yeah, yeah. Walmart kind of is an umbrella now. It kind of touches on everything. It's everything, like, yeah. Specifically electronics, and it was just so cool to go through there. The stores were never big. You could just like no, you could do them in like five minutes. Touch it, yeah. Um, but yeah, Radio Shack man was a really cool place because I have been to a Radio Shack. I think I would have I would have to push it through. But um, those curly or those smiley face smiley face fries something. <sighs> That's a tough call, man. Because I think with my gut, and I'm actually kind of hungry right now. <sighs> man, I'll give you Radio Shack though. I'll give you, you Radio sure? Shack. I don't want to. My inner being and my hunger says Ponderosa. I mean, but, I enjoy throwing down food, and I enjoy, I enjoy decent food where I don't have to feel like I'm proper and like you know all dressed up to the nines and stuff. I all right, want casual food. So imagine a you've been to Golden Corral. Yeah. All right. Imagine a Golden Corral that was much better taken taken care of, where like kids weren't like digging their fingers into the the salad bar, but better tape well taken care of, and the food was probably like double as good. I think I think just with that right there, I, I am. More than willing to push Ponderosa. And you could get steak. And what was really unique about it is you could actually order real food. You didn't have to just get their buffet. I say we go Ponderosa then. All right, man. Okay. Man. And I swear that I've seen them some. Excuse me, guys. South. I don't know where they are, but if, if anyone listening knows if there are any actual Ponderosas still functioning, let, let us know. Them. Because uh, Josh and I will take a road trip. Yes. Because I'm about to light up his world. <laughs> all right this next one man i don't know i feel like it's also one of those another like um pound for pound matchups man because i have so many memories from both um you've got toys or us versus the school scholastic book fair oh my gosh wow um again this is another one of those championship matchups toys or us they had a monopoly on kids' brains. When we were kids, it does not matter what you were doing. If you would hear, I don't want to grow up, I want to be a Toys R Us kid, then 
you automatically are glued to the TV. And Jeffrey, the draft man, he just he knew how to how to convince us to go there. In Zanesville, we didn't have any any Toys R Us in our town, so you had to drive like half an hour, forty five minutes to the nearest Toys R Us. So it was like a huge deal if you got to go there too. So that kind of like added that extra um, that extra like adventure to it. Um, catalogs, you would get catalogs in the mail. Just such a cool place. I could never afford anything in there, but it felt like you were going to heaven if you were going to Toys R Us because you're just yes. walking around all the all. The, it's just literally all toys. And I was surprised to hear. I didn't guess I didn't realize that they completely went bankrupt in 2018 because I kind of did a little research before this. So that kind of shocked me. I didn't realize they had fully went out. Now, are they coming back? I think I think I read somewhere in the news that, um, like you said, they did go bankrupt. But I heard that maybe they're going to open up a few stores here and there throughout the country. They might. I don't know. I haven't. I didn't read that far into it. I sure hope so because man, that was like a lot of fun just even going in there. And um, I'll tell you what. When you guys read this and this gets posted onto Facebook um, or to our uh, <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I am like all of a sudden sneezing over here and like losing my <laughs> losing my mind. And uh, so sorry if you guys are hearing me sniffling on this. I'm trying to mute it. But, yeah, I'm getting all emotional about this, guys. Like, I'm getting all sniffly. Um, but um, if I get enough likes on it, um, so if you guys hear this and you get we get enough likes, I'll say if I get ten likes, I'll post it because it's pretty funny. I actually have a picture of my like 19 year old self with Jeffrey the giraffe. So. <laughs> Oh. Um, Josh has never seen this picture, so he's looking at me like right now, like you have a picture with Jeffrey the giraffe and never told me. Please give um, me 10 likes because I want to see this. Yeah, so I'll post that picture. I have it somewhere. Um, and funny enough, he actually, for whatever reason, was in Colony Square Mall in Zanesville. And I got a picture with Jeffrey the giraffe, which was kind of cool. Oh, um, so, yeah, I'll post that if y'all uh, give me 10 likes yeah, or to give me 10 comments or something. Yeah. Um, well, based on the honor system. So if you even text me, I'll count that. Um, Man, I think, man, the Scholastic Book Fair, like, that's where you would go and buy all the presents for, like, your family when you were, like, a kid for, like, Christmas, bro. Because they always seem to do it around, like, Christmas time. So you'd go in there and buy, like, these little books, or you'd buy these, like, little, like, other little trinkets they had. Dude. Dude, that is, like, where I fell in love with Captain Underpants books as a kid. <laughs> that should be the quote of this podcast. <laughs> yes. Hey, man, Captain Underpants books were the best. Yes, dude. I'm telling you, when I thought '90s flashback, this is my this is my baby. This specific entry, in my opinion, this should go all the way. Of course, we're gonna have some crazy matchups, and Patrick's giving me that that I, I don't know look, which is kind of stressing me out a little bit. Dude, you cannot tell me there was nothing like an elementary school. You're sitting in your classroom, and then you get like the calendar for the month or whatever, and they're like the Scholastic Book Fair is coming up. I don't care if you don't if you like reading if you don't like reading there was nothing like going into your library and they had those little like metal stands and it looked like a magazine store or something and they had all the books just like in a perfect circle and you could kind of work your way around everything was so overpriced but it didn't matter because it was so so darn cool and you could pick out your you could get your captain underpants books you could get an eraser that looked like a hippo i don't care what it is it was the coolest coolest week of the year in elementary school outside of like field day i mean i would be cool with giving you scholastic book fair for toys r us i feel like that had a lot more value and fun to it i mean i'm not gonna need to be persuaded that much for that if you're okay with it i would gladly push no i'm cool for that but nonetheless i still hold true to my word if y'all give me like 10 comments i will definitely post that picture please 
Yeah, Josh is really wanting these likes because he thinks this is funny. Um, man, and now, oh, as a side note, if anyone has like the uh, Captain Underpants books out there, I'm about due for another good read through. So if y'all could like uh, hook me up, that'd be great. All right, this next one. I don't know. I guess it depends on the kind of personality you are, uh, where you're gonna lean. But we've got Chuck E. Cheese, which is obviously still around. Um, but I really feel like it's kind of lost its luster. Um, to be honest, I feel like it was more of like a big thing in the '90s, and now you're going more towards like Dave and Buster's and like places like that. So I don't know. I just feel like kids are growing up quicker nowadays, and they don't want to go to places like Chuck E. Cheese until oh, they only go there until they're like six, and then after that they want to go to like Dave and Buster's. So you got Chuck E. Cheese versus Blockbuster. Man, that's a throwback. Blockbuster. Whoo, man. Um, mm. I don't know, Josh. You worked at a uh, uh, a movie store for all of about 48 hours. Why don't you tell us what your opinion is? <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, I did. I worked at uh, Family Video, uh, not a sponsor. And uh, yeah, as Patrick said, I've worked there for about um, as long as you can rent a movie for. Um, it was cool. I mean, it wasn't Blockbuster. Blockbuster is the place. Um, see, it's funny because I grew up going to Hollywood Video, which some people listen to this like, oh, yeah, that's where I went. That's where I went to. Work. That's where I went. Yeah, but Blockbuster is kind of like the torchbearer, um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, Blockbuster, any of those movie rental stores, um, there was nothing like you know. It was, it was a Friday. You made it to the weekend, and someone took you to Blockbuster or wherever, and you got to like scan the walls and see what was out there before you could just scroll on your TV for 45 minutes to end up just watching The Office over and over. And then there was that fear. You had that thought in mind. You would you pick out that movie you want. You'd walk up to it. You would see all the DVD or VHS or DVD, depending on when you were there. And you'd have to pull back the case and hope that the actual copy was yes. there. Yes, because they didn't send you home with the actual, like, it was like blank, like a blank case. Yes. yes. And it was always the worst, too. It was always the worst when you didn't get the, when you didn't get it. You didn't you're get just it. like, oh. Dude, yeah. do you remember when they would used to give you when you got like A's in your report card for school? They would like give you like all these free movie coupons. Yes. Like yes. literally, like your entire summer was set. Yes. Yes, man. Uh, Blockbuster and any of those places, if you could get those good grades, that is that's what kept me going through school. That and those Pizza Hut coupons. Yes, Pizza Hut coupons. That's what I was gonna say, man. Those were a, those were a blast. Because then every time I would go to like a Zanesville one, I don't even know if they still have it. They might. But they have the little Pac-Man sit-down machine, and I would sit there and play that for hours while they made my pizza. The best. It was more than hours, guys. In my little peewee, like three-year-old brain, it was it was hours, but probably like fifteen minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was the best fifteen minutes of my life. <laughs> and Chuck E. Cheese, much like Toys R Us, it was an hour away for us, so it was a big deal if you got to go there. We didn't go a ton. I only went once. Yeah, and as you were saying, it's funny with like the David Buster's thing. I, it dawned on me that I'm, I don't know, I don't know the history of David Buster's, but it seems like those came out after Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they groomed us up through Chuck E. Cheese, and then they created all these adult-style Chuck E. Cheese um, industries. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, have you heard about the whole Chuck E. Cheese controversy that happened like a year ago? Oh, uh, with like whether they're reusing pizza and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not true. Their pizza slaps. It's some good. It's some good pizza. Um, but that's interesting. And then I don't know if you heard recently, like within the last couple of months, people were ordering DoorDash and Grubhub 
and they were getting from a place called Pasquale's Pizza. And then the pizza would get there and it's Chuck E. Cheese pizza. They were trying to trying to do the little okie doke and trick us. Oh. When they did the little dancing routines every hour at Chuck E. Cheese, the chef guy, his name was Pasquale. And so they're trying to branch out of this like kid theme and reach out to more adults and you could order pizza through Pasquale's Pizza. Sneaky. Oh, yep. You know what? Yep. You just lost me. Go on Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Push it through. Yeah. I don't like, uh, I don't like underhandedness. Nope. So that wraps right. up the places. Yeah. That wraps up. Man. So that's a good one. Woo. We got Roller Rink versus Ponderosa and Scholastic Book Fair versus Blockbuster. Oh, man. That's going to be a tough matchup in round two. I cannot wait for next week. Now we move on to like what I feel like is going to be some really good heated battles for me because this is more like my like nineties, like brain, like where I'm going. So now we're moving to entertainment, which could include like TV shows, movies, bands, things like that. Maybe even a couple of like, you know, dance moves. Um, so this is going to be fun. Um, this first one, man, talk about a straight up nineties, like throwdown. Now, granted, I know when it came out in the 90s, like, we were really young. In fact, I can even remember when, like, my parent, my mom, like, because my mom, like, was at home all day with us while my dad would go to work. And so my mom wanted to go out with her friends to watch the, the, the Titanic is what this is. This is on the list. And I can even remember being a very young child. And, you know, naturally the scene where um, Jack and um, we're getting all intimate. And my mom would be like, cover your eyes. And she'd, like, throw her hands over my eyes. <laughs> and then I'd be like, she'd be like, they got to cover your ears, too. And, you know, and I mean. Looking back on it, I'm like, you know, the, the worst part about it is, is there, you probably see worse than that on actual like live TV now. Yes, uh, that's the worst part. Um, Rose, that was her name. I drew a blank. Jack and Rose. Yeah. So I know that for us, that was like a really like small thing kind of coming out of the '90s because we were super, super young when it came out, and we were obviously were not mature enough audience to appreciate its history and the love story behind that. Um, but man, Fresh Prince is the other one that so Titanic and Fresh Prince. That's the matchup. For me, it's not even a competition. You know. <sighs> I don't know, man. Just, like, what? Titanic. I grew up watching. I was a history nerd, though. So I I enjoyed it for the historical aspect. How much do you think that is historical? What? The Titanic? No, no, no. Of the movie. I mean, the whole sinking of the ship. I was, dude, I was a, like a weird weirdo. Like, I... I am all about history and like, I don't know why, like it's an awful tragedy, but I would always like read about it. And because I think around that time, his name was Ballard, Robert Ballard. He rediscovered, mm -hmm. he discovered the Titanic on the ocean floor. So there was mm -hmm. kind of like this uh, recirculating of the news and all this kind of stuff. I would get whatever uh, books I could get my hand on at the library, I would read. So I was kind of a nerd about it. And, it's funny. So when it came out, this is when we still have VHS tapes, and it was such a long movie that it was on two VHS tapes. Yes, I would have always started at the second half because it like was kind of the um, action part of the movie, yeah, the climax of the whole movie, and not like the whole love stuff that I was not interested in at all at that time. So what you're telling me is your heart did not go on. <laughs> it did not. So, but oh, man, what a movie! What a movie! Uh, Fresh Prince. It's a classic, man. Come it's on, classic. man. It's a classic. You gotta give me. You gotta give me Fresh Prince. I, I don't. It, it goes hard against any other competition for best intro theme song. 
I mean, come on. Will Smith is incredible. Phil, you know what? I love Titanic, but I'll I'll cut my losses because Fresh Prince is a good thing to lose to. Let's go, let's go. That's one I'm definitely gonna fight for. My dude from West Philadelphia, born and raised, man. It's been his days on the playground for the rest of his days, or something like that. Patrick's bringing the heat for this one. I can tell he's fired up right now. He's got this crazy look in his eyes. Yes, man. Fresh Prince is my show. I still try to find that stuff on TV. And then I get ripped because it's always usually on MTV, too. And they're like, oh, do you want to upgrade? And I'm like, I already paid you how much a month, and I can't get Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on TV. <laughs> kidding me? So now I'm, now I'm succumbed to watching Ridiculousness on MTV1, which is also a good show, you know. It is, it is. Chanel West Coast laugh. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you got it. Okay, that's right. All right, this next one for me, I don't think this next one for me is much of a competition either. I mean, just kind of coming from a 90s perspective. Um, Home Improvement, which I know is a good show. Um, Tim Allen, funny, like, sitcom. Probably more geared towards our parents, obviously, because it was coming out in the early 90s um, when we were young and couldn't, you know, appreciate its humor. I have since gone back and watched it. It is a really funny show. Um, but, man, it's going up against NSYNC. Talk about straight 90s. They are like, I don't even think that's a competition, in my opinion. Are you saying that it's not a competition? I'm saying NSYNC should move on to round two. Wow. I was expecting to dig my feet into the sand here and to battle you to the death because what you said is true. I watched some home improvement, but most of it went over my head um, yeah. because it was more geared towards adults. And at that time, we were like in single digits. We weren't even that old. Um, the funniest thing about home improvement and something that I resonate with, uh, if if I were any character in any movie or show, I think I'd be the neighbor. Um, I'm such an introvert. <laughs> and uh, I'm such an introvert, and that's pretty much how I like to communicate with people. Um, so that hit me uh, on a different level. But NSYNC, man. I mean, my, yeah. my, I grew up with my sister, my older sister, four years older than me. She was obsessed with NSYNC, and so I kind of like had, I was kind of forced to hear NSYNC, and it grew on me pretty quickly. And I mean, I, I would. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Which is kind of funny because it brings us into our next matchup, um, which I feel like it could kind of go either way. Um, we got Britney Spears and all that. Talk about a lineup. Fun fact. Do you get, I don't know if anybody else got this, but when I was a kid, do you remember the like album that McDonald's sold that had Britney Spears and NSYNC on the same album? Yes. Oh my gosh. I would listen to that thing on repeat. I forgot all about that. I hated NSYNC as a kid, but I really liked Britney Spears music. I know. I'm odd. Hey man, first I mean, good. I know, but I'm just like you know, I hated NSYNC, which was like you know, if you asked any other '90s kid, they'd be like, "What is wrong with you?" I just never got into it. I was more of a Backstreet Boys kind of guy. Yeah, there were those so, between. Yeah, them. man, Britney Spears are all that man. I don't know. I spent a lot of time watching all that. I mean, but man, I sure did spend a lot of time listening to Britney too, man. I mean, come on, nothing's more '90s than "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," right? That yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing more '90s than that. When I think of the 90s, I'm thinking, like, NSYNC, and I'm thinking Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, like you said. Yeah, um, man. But I don't know. The fun thing about all that was, like, I always would hear my parents and family talk about Saturday Night Live. And that was, like, the Saturday Night Live for kids, right? Yeah, yeah. it was basically, like, our version of that. And it, I think they actually had it on Saturday nights. So it kind of yeah. like, you know, like, the first time you drink a cup of coffee, you feel like, well, <laughs> that's kind of what like, <laughs> all that was like. And then the cool thing is Keenan Thompson – Yes. all that and goes to Saturday Night Live. So, oh, can, I just can I just tell you something that I'm really mad didn't make this list? Okay. And I don't even know why I didn't think of this. 
Can I guess? Guess. Good Burger? Yes. yes. Welcome to Good Burger, home of Good Burger. Can I take your order? Oh, how did I not make my list, man? That was like my show. Oh. I'll tell you what. I know, I mean, because Brittany, man, she was awesome. But I will include Good Burger. The skits were on all that. They were on all that. They were in all that. I forgot about that before it became an actual like movie, too, at one yeah. point. So, I, I, I mean, I kind of know where I stand on this, but I, I could be swayed. I think I'm going all that. I mean, nothing was as funny as Amanda Bynes being like, meh, you know, and being the old grandma. Like, come yes. on now. There were so many offshoots off of all that. I will say the funniest episode I would ever remember, and I don't know why I remember this, and it, it was like vividly. Do you remember on all that when they like had this like just random giant stock of corn? Yes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yes. just like when I think they even called it Mr. Corn or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. And I'll never forget they had like one episode where one of the girls in the show had a staring eye contest with the corn, <laughs> and then all of a sudden she was like death staring at this corn, and it started to like pop into popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys are probably thinking like, what the heck are you guys watching in the '90s? No wonder what is wrong with you. Um, so that's a funny little caveat. All right, this, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, for those listening, if you enjoyed all that and you want to taste up it again, Holly and I were scrolling through uh, channels several months ago. They brought all that back, and it's new cast, but they, they bring on the old cast from when we were kids, and they'll sprinkle them in every couple of episodes or skits. It is actually still really good, and now as an adult, I was cracking up laughing at this show, and it's still geared towards the younger demographic. So check it out if you're interested. All right, yeah, I'll have to check that out. This next one for me, whew, this is a knockdown drag out. Like, this is like that fight that goes into the 12th round, and the scorecards are dead equal. Um, you got the Macarena oh, man. and Friends. Wow. Oh, man, that is – I already know where I stand on this, but I want to kind of hear your thoughts, man. <laughs> Well, you have the dance of a generation and of a decade, and you have the show of a generation and of a decade. Um, when I say this, I probably will have to hide somewhere because people are going to be coming at me. Not include me if you say what I think you're about to say. I have watched one singular episode of Friends. <laughs> Patrick just left the room. <laughs> I've seen one. If someone was pregnant. One of the main characters, I forget who. And uh, they, Rachel, yeah, probably someone was pregnant. Jennifer Aniston's character. It was funny, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't you know. You guess? I guess, yeah. I don't know. I know. I, I'm gonna. People are gonna turn off the podcast at this point, so I probably should stop talking. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it, it holds up. It's like one of the most streamed things still. Um, there's always these streaming companies fighting over the rights for it. So, I mean, it's, it, it was such a great show for so long that I have to respect the institution, even though I haven't really watched it. Macarena, I'm picking Friends. Okay. I just, have, I just have to advocate for the Macarena before we move it through, because I understand. Macarena is one of the first dances that it is. Does. Nowadays, everyone, especially with TikTok, everyone's trying to do a dance for every song that's out there. Macarena is one of the first. Songs. Everybody did it, man. And I got your, you know, yeah, you just felt good. And um, I think when Despacito came out with Justin Bieber, um, it was like the highest mm -hmm. played song or most played song. 
that was bilingual since the Macarena. So that, that song had a good reign. But I'll move fr friends through. I can, I can take that out. You know, you might have just saved our friendship. <laughs> just kidding, everyone. I would not have seized our friendship over a show named Friends, but that does seem kind of ironic. That'd be really ironic. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, so that gets us through our entertainment. So next week's matchups, man, these are going to be some doozies. Fresh Prince versus NSYNC, and you got all that versus Friends. Whew. That is going to be tough. I'm already getting heated about that one already. All right, now we move into the food or candy category. I think this is where we're going to have some fun. Like, oh, man, I know we all have, like, those favorite foods from the 90s that were like, could you just bring back? And for me to like narrow this down to like a list of eight was like impossible. Cause I'm just thinking like all these foods as a kid and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna have to like only bring back eight. So, whew. All right, this first one is, I don't know, fair, it could be a fair matchup. Uh, we got Surge, like which is a pop, versus Easy Squirt, which more commonly to you probably folk like we were, the, the purple ketchup. All right, so. Yeah, I know someone probably listened to this that's like not born in the 90s. It's probably like, what is what are you talking about? Purple ketchup. All right. Heinz did this thing when we were kids that they wanted everybody to like, you know, be fun. And they made these all these different colored ketchups. Purple was the big one, but they basically made ketchup and different colorized it. Okay, that's the moral of the story to get kids going. So I don't know, man. Um I had a lot of fun with the easy squirt as a kid, just because I don't know, something about like being, you know, three to five years old. Um, and eating a ketchup that was a different color. I don't know. That just seemed, just seemed really cool and innocent to me to be able to, you know, squirt purple ketchup on my plate and be like, ah, I'm eating purple ketchup. But I think my more later 90s self probably appreciated the surge, man, because that was just like nothing like, you know, you can actually still get that when you go to Burger King now. Yes. Yeah. Burger King is the only place that has it that I can know of. I mean, that I know of. I mean, they might have it in some stores, but none, none that I've been able to find. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both so, so like, different in their own ways because I can still taste what Surge tastes like, and it's been probably 15, 20 years since I've had it. Um, the Easy Squirt, it's so funny because when I think about it now in the 2020 mindset, it would have gone so viral when it, it, it naturally and organically went viral before going viral was a thing with social media and the internet. And I just remember hearing like news um, stations talking about it. You mentioned the purple one. I never was fortunate enough to have the purple one. I always got the green one. Ooh, okay. And I think I would have preferred the purple because the green kind of looked like a mixture of a lot of like bodily functions, either like vomit or uh, other end stuff. And uh, <laughs> I remember for uh, Christmas Eve one year, we had my aunt over, and my mom always makes these barbecue hot dogs where she cuts these hot dogs so good. And she throws ketchup in there as one of the ingredients. All right. So she did a little Christmas theme. So she had the typical red hot dogs, and then she also made a dish with the green hot dogs. And no one touched the green hot dogs because they were so freaked out by the, the color of it, which is so funny to think about how like your brain processes that. Um, but you're right though it was so much fun as a kid it's like this it's like if this rebellious kind of thing of like ketchup's supposed to be red and everyone's like freaking out about it so it's fun to eat purple ketchup so again with this one i think i could be swayed either way if you have a compelling side so i think for me i'm gonna see it's both 
because it's like kind of I like I enjoyed both at different stages of my '90s life, and that's where it's kind of like hard. Because when I was like Easy Square was a thing, like I really wasn't allowed to like drink pop as a kid, you know. But like my later older self was like, oh man, I love Surge. Like this is the greatest thing. But I think if we're going to like straight '90s and like pure innocence of my childhood, I, I think I gotta go Easy Squirt. I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean that was just so much fun. All right. Ooh, the Goliath man of foods right here. Baby bottle pots versus Lunchables. Oh man, I can still, you know, it's funny. I'm still like how many years removed from being a like super young kid. And I can still remember the baby bottle pops theme song. <laughs> baby bottle pops, baby bottle pops. And there's <laughs> like, you know, it was like something like that, but it was just, yeah, like the best. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Was you, know, like, <laughs> you know, hey, if I was uh, feeling really generous, I'd do it in my opera voice, right, Josh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, man, so how do you pick that? See, Hmm, man, I mean, I think Lunchables, like, I know there's all these different Lunchables, but I think, like, the Pizza Lunchables, and I think the Nacho Lunchables. Okay, that's what I was about to ask you. I was going to say, if you were to give me a hierarchy right now, um, if you were a bouncer in front of the Lunchables Club, which, which Lunchables going to the VIP section? Oh, pizza for sure, man, 100%. Pizza for sure? Oh, the pizzas are going to the VIP, 100%, man. Oh, man. I think I'm just, like, uh, a... Uh, natural contrarian because that is always the go-to and it's amazing what i always went with was the bologna one i always did the bologna actually i didn't really like bologna though the crackers but the nachos man i'm so glad you mentioned it because those nachos and I, it's so funny i remember this you know they always had some kind of treat with them the nachos one was always a nestle's crunch bar yeah I, I don't think i've had a nestle's crunch bar since i had my last dude nachos. i used to i lived on those um nacho ones in college man the one the what the nacho ones yeah oh yeah i get them all the time what i didn't know this guys josh just got mind blown i yeah I, i'm picking up my yeah stuff. they still make the nachos you're gonna have to go to the store man where do you shop wow I'm, i don't even i'm speechless and then with there were some other ones that i feel like didn't last as long um and i was always, they had the weird hot dog ones which i never really was a fan of that was the exact one i was going to say and, and they came with like an rc cola uh, they made yeah, it was just super products. weird because they're like basically they're basically like condoning you eating a cold hot dog. Yes, which was just weird. Yes. Um. The, yeah. No. Nuggets. They went for like a breakfast route one time. But you know what, man? I agree with you. Stick with the basics. You got to get your ham, turkey, bologna. Get your nachos. Get your pizza. Call it a day, yeah, man. Mm. Okay. Man, I think you got to go Lunchables, man. I think those are. I mean, I know they're still available. But man, like that's something. If we're talking like straight from the '90s and like has to stick around, man, Lunchables, I think, is it. Baby bottle pops are fun because you could like you know you would like lick the sucker, flip it, stick it in the pure sugar. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, if I had to survive today, I would probably if like when the pandemic happened, I'm pretty sure I grabbed several Lunchables at the, the store because yeah, yeah, I agree. Classic. All right. This next matchup's pretty good too, man. These were the Frando generator really knew what it was doing. Um, so Wonder Balls, which they do still make, I believe. They do. Um, which were basically for any of you guys who don't know what those are, were basically like little chocolate balls that were like hollow, and then on the inside was like another piece of candy, whether it be like sweet tarts or like something that was maybe similar to like a, uh, you know, like a sweet tart or something similar. Um, and it's kind of weird. I don't know. 
we 90s kids went crazy over them, even though they sound so simplistic now. Um, but man, Dunkaroos, the other option here. Whoo, man. Nothing like dipping that in that sugary icing and just like, oh, I don't, even think, I don't even think this is comp- competition. I don't either. Dunkaroos. They Dunkaroos all day, man. I think they discontinued them like five or six years ago, um, which is tragic. I used to eat these bad boys <sighs> in college. The graham cracker. The cracker was like a graham cracker. Icing was on point always. Um, so, it, I, I mean, I, I definitely would push – um, Dunkaroos through as well. Oh, Dunkaroos is it. The, the cool thing about Wonderball, um, like you said, you had the candy, but I think that they usually have some kind of prize in there too, like a sticker. Yeah, it depended. Like, it was weird. Cool. They were okay. I mean, they were kind of like, you know, the cereal for candy, you know, that had the, like little prize in it. And yeah. You were like super surprised. Um, yeah, Dunkaroos all day though on that one. This next one, I'm kind of impartial to be honest with you, um, even though both of these were my ideas. But they were things that I'm like, yeah, when I think 90s, like that was definitely something I spent my childhood doing. Um, so we have Squeeze-Its, which for you people that don't know that or maybe more familiar, they were basically like the name brand at the time of like the little like Kool-Aid juice pouches you get now that you like do the little old school twist off tops. Um, and in the Squeeze-Its were actually really cool because at one point they did this thing where you would twist them off and they came with like a, like a look. This sounds so sketchy now. <laughs> you can only get away with this in the 90s. But you would like open up this like packet and there was like these like almost like looking candy looking little things that you would stick into the top of the juice thing and it would like change the flavor. What? Yeah. They had the, they had the, this weird one that they came out with one point. It was like called the mystery version. And it was like literally packets of these like little like cylindrical things that you would like stick into the top of the juice box and it would go like down to the liquid and dissolve and it would like change the flavor. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of fun with those as a kid. You know, because I was, like, super weird as a kid. So I would, like, take a bunch of the different ones and, like, combine them in the same one because, you know, I was a rebel. Um, so let me ask you, they kind of, like, have you heard of Kool-Aid Jammers where it's, like, a plastic jug? Yeah, it was, like, a little jug, and then you, like, just twist the top off. Okay. Literally identical to that, but it was just the name brand at the time. Okay. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And I think the reason why it still got more to me than the Kool-Aid was because of the fact that you could put those little, like, yes. things in it and change the flavor. You know, as a kid, you're like, what? I was sheltered. I did not have this experience as a kid. And then this other one, I remember having these. Like, I don't have a really funny story, but I can remember having them. They're called Melody Pops. So they were, like, the suckers that were, like, a whistle. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So you would, like, eat your sucker, and you could, like, blow it. It would, like, literally blow, like, a real whistle, like, super loud um, until you chopped the, the top off, you know, as a kid. You just... Dude, I forgot all about those. I'm, t- I'm yeah. looking at them right now. Yeah, they had like a little, like almost kind of like a little, like plastic thing on the end that kind of reminded you of like the old school, like whistles where you could like pull them and like change the tone. Yeah. So if people are like, if, if you're like me, it's taking you a second to like visualize what this looks totally like. Totally Google, totally Google it. Google it. It's kind of like a centrilical shape um, with a plastic wrapper and it's kind of like twisted at the top. And yeah, I mean, I forgot all about these. They were like whistles. Yes, they were. I remember having so much fun with those because I'd sit in the back seat and like whistle them in my grandma's car, and then she'd get like super mad because I was blowing them as loud as absolutely loud as possible. <laughs> Man, these are these are both ones that you submitted. Um, so I don't know if you have a strong preference with this. I, I really like the the science behind the uh, this um, squeeze pops. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. I, I, I like the science behind that where you can mix flavors. And stuff. Yeah. So I think I, that's where I was going to kind of lean a little bit more towards was the squeeze it. I had a lot of fun with those as a kid. Yeah. So I think we go with squeeze it. Wow. 
sorry, um, uh, Melody Pop lovers. All right, well, so next week's matchup for this area will be Easy Squirt, which is the purple ketchup, versus Lunchables. That's a matchup. And Dunkaroos versus Squeezits, which is a fairly good matchup as well. Yes. Um, so next week, so this is the part one. Um, next week, we're going to go through and finish out the bracket, and we're going to determine um, our number one winner that's going to determine what we should bring back from the 90s. Um, just as a recap, that could be a Game Boy, a Super Soaker, Pokemon cards, Bop It, Roller Rink, Ponderosa, Scholastic Book Fair, Blockbuster. Um, we also then go to the other side of our bracket, which is Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Sync, All That, Friends, Easy Squirt, Lunchables, Dunkaroos, and Squeeze It. So I want to hear from you guys. This is a good bracket. Give us your thoughts when you see this. Like, tell us what we did wrong. Tell us what if there's anything we forgot that we're like, how did you forget this? Like. I'm all about hearing the things from the 90s. Like, I am a total 90s kid geek. So I want to hear you guys' stories. Um, if you have funny stories about any of these things or any, like, cool 90s things that you want to share the stories about, share them on our page. I want to hear about them. Um, it's awesome. And I'm excited to dive in next week because I think these are going to be some really tough matchups. And I'm excited to hear your guys' stories as well. And let us know if you miss anything because there were things that Patrick brought up, like KB Toys, and I was like, oh, my gosh. How have I forgotten about that? If there's stuff that we completely blatantly missed, tell us and like this post. We need 10 likes because I want to see this picture of Patrick with Jeffrey the giraffe. Yes, yeah, so don't forget that. So with that, guys, thanks for listening. I know this is a little longer than we anticipated it would be because it's a little fun, you know, lighthearted with everything going on with COVID. So I hope you guys have fun with this. I hope you kind of remember your childhood a little bit if you're a 90s kid like us. Um, or if you're a little older, maybe you were, you know, takes you back to some of the childhood experiences you had with your your kids as an adult, maybe because, the, you know, they were 90s kids. So uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next week and hearing, you know, what we decide decide on um, with that. I will see you all next week.